This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Wednesday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Three Trump administration officials appeared before House panels today. For starters, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue told the House Agriculture Committee the rulemaking to allow summertime sales of E15 will not be done by the June 1st deadline. Unfortunately, those uh, rules probably will not be out for the driving season, but they're committing to, uh, I think the term of art is discretionary enforcement about those folks that want to continue to sell E15 into the summer when they get the rules established. The Environmental Protection Agency put out a statement on the matter this afternoon. They said the goal is still to release a proposal in March and work expeditiously to finalize the rule in time for the summer driving season. But that this is a discussion at all is frustrating to National Corn Growers Association CEO John Doggett. The president promised this you know, some time ago. I mean, This has been a promise he made in the campaign, made a promise early on in the administration. We're now two plus years into the administration. This is something that should have been done a year ago at least. And so here we are, you know, because of the government shutdown, we're now going to be too late to go ahead and technically be in full compliance with what we needed to do in order to get to the driving season. Renewable Fuels Association CEO Jeff Cooper said the EPA should split efforts to reform the renewable identification number market from E15 rulemaking. Trump Administration Trade Chief Robert Lighthizer appeared before the House Ways and Means Committee today. He said the administration is working on resolving the Section 232 tariffs with major trading partners. In the context of maintaining the integrity of the steel and aluminum program, we want very, work, very much to work out an agreement with, with Canada and Mexico, and we're in the process of doing that. Whether we'll succeed or not, I don't know, but it certainly is my hope that, that we'll do that. Those tariffs and the retaliatory action they produced have been a focus for the soybean industry. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. The American Soybean Association is one of many row crop groups hashing out key policy provisions today before delegates vote to approve their policy book at the end of Commodity Classic. An important policy stance is trade. Many producers were hit hard by Chinese retaliatory tariffs this past year. Past ASA President John Heisdorfer says tariffs have made times tough in farm country. You know, out in the country, it's not just the soybean tariffs are a big part of it. And if we get those rescinded, that would be great. But there's other things, you know, uh, supply is huge and our neighbors to the south are increasing every acre, I'm sure, that they possibly can. Heisdorfer adds he hopes to see China follow through with their commitment to buy 10 million metric tons of soybeans soon to reduce some of the U.S. stockpile. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. The House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee is also set to hear from FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb today, but the start of that hearing was delayed by votes in the chamber. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more from all three sessions. The Senate is one step closer to approving EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler. A procedural vote cleared the chamber today on a 52-46 to 46 vote that will allow the Senate to consider his nomination. NCGA Vice President Kevin Ross says Wheeler should receive Senate confirmation. They need to get him confirmed and, and uh, get that done, and hopefully uh, you know, all the, all the um, discussions that we've had with him, though, as an organization and, and uh, our other partners have had with him, uh, you know, we still believe he's somebody that we can work with at EPA, uh, certainly, certainly better than uh, maybe the last guy that was there. Wheeler has been serving in an acting capacity since July after the resignation of former Administrator Scott Pruitt. Finally today, export market development will be a critical issue for the National Association of Wheat Growers. 
Nog CEO Chandler Gould says American producers need to maintain footing in export markets like Japan after they offer trade agreement advantages to competitive nations. Japan's also done a deal with the EU. They've got a, their own deal with Canada outside of, uh, of TPP. And so we need to make sure that we continue to move forward, whether it's with Japan or the UK or the EU, to try to fast track as many of these agreements as possible because we do continue to lose international market share. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency of the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting from the Commodity Classic in Orlando, Florida, I'm Spencer Chase.